0: Okay. So <clears throat> ever since I've been fighting in the spirit, I know that I cannot I cannot look at every thing that is given to me or that is afforded me as a blessing from God. It is all life itself is a blessing from God. But I have to be careful because there are different individuals involved in this situation that seek to glorify only themselves. They do not want to glorify God's good name. And so they have, they help when they feel like they will get glory out of it. And I fight every single day. I fight so hard. I fight so hard not to allow them to pervert the Lord's name through me. Because the Bible says, If you use it's it's in Revelations, if you use Jesus' name, excuse me, if you use Jesus' name to glorify your own name or to devise wicked schemes or to lead more of his children astray, you will be subject to more of his wrath. And um I'm trying to be careful when I'm quoting his scriptures because I don't want to allow the devil to use me in perverting the words and the ways of the Lord. But I've noticed that these different individuals, they only want me around them so that they can feed off of the glory involved with the Lord's name. The Lord reminded me once again this morning today. He said that, um, he showed me that these different individuals involved. When there's no glory, they won't help. They won't care. They don't want involvement. But when there's glory, they're jumping to help or to be involved. Only for the glory. I'm fighting them. I fight them spiritually on this all the time. And there are different individuals who are seeking to help them. That I am fighting for because I don't want them to face the wrath of God's judgment every day. I do everything I can to fight for them, to keep them out of things. Excuse me. I do everything I can every day to keep them out of things so that they don't reap the consequences of their actions to prevent them from... Abusing the grace of God, and it's so much because I'm not when i putting putting I'm not wanting to put this off on everybody. It's me as well. I try not to abuse God's grace as well. I'm fighting every day not to abuse His grace, though I still am. I'm not perfect. I'm fighting. I'm working. But these individuals, they are seeking opportunity to abuse it in such a heinous way. When I am abusing his grace, not that it's any better. I'm putting in my heart and putting in my mind, this is not right. I have to do better. I need to fight to do better. I need to try harder. I need to fight harder. Because it's a fight in everything. It's such a battle for everything. It's a fight for everything. And then... When they do it, they're doing it in a way where they're saying, no, I don't want to do better. I'm not going to try. I don't care that I'm doing that. I only want to do it for my benefit. Who cares about ever being better or trying or even hoping for a better future? Even if I plan to do this for a long time, I'm never even going to hope or think or even plan in the future at all, ever. To ever be doing it the right way. Or to do it for the right reasons. That's horrible. I understand I'm not better. All sin is equal. But when I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing everything I can to be condemned. And convicted by the Lord. So that in the future my actions. Are made better little by little. The Lord told me. Everything you practice you make perfect. So. Even though I'm wrong and I'm practicing things I don't want to make perfect, I'm doing what I can to incorporate the things I want to practice to make perfect. Like abiding by God and incorporating his laws into my life and applying his word to my heart and building up my rapport with him. And one day becoming everything that he's ever destined for me to be. Fighting hard, fighting hard to abide by him and not to sin to be made better to be made whole to be made perfect in Jesus Christ to be more Christ-like to think of to to be in God's presence or think of God's presence or think of God in all that I do I'm fighting hard to do that every day and these different individuals No matter how much I try and be an example, I fight hard to be an example. I say to myself, okay, I can't just tell them this is what they need to be doing. Let me try and be an example because it feels as if obviously the Lord has used me as a vessel with me sharing a lot of the same wrongs that they are That they have is because that as he guides me into this new future, he wants me to be an example and lead by example how to guide them into this new future as well. But they say to themselves or they they do not even that they even say to themselves, they just are. They just are deciding that. I'm never going to change this. I'm never going to do better. I'm never going to make efforts towards doing better. I'm never going to care about doing better. I don't want that. I don't want to benefit. I don't see any benefit in that. So when I do this, it's just for the benefit. And for so long, they never even saw any benefit in it. So I try and be grateful to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Because at least now... You have done so much work and progressed the situation so much that they even see benefit in your name at all. Because at first there was even no benefit in Jesus' name at all. And that's something he revealed to me this morning. He said earlier, before, they never wanted to be associated with anything good or anything God or anything holy or anything righteous because they felt as if it was an embarrassment to their name. That they would have lost friends, that they wouldn't be invited into certain environments, or that they would be laughed at. But through all this work and all of your suffering and all of your torment, at least now, out of all this progress that's been made, at least now they see that there is benefit. They see the crowds crowding around. You know, wanting to be more righteous, wanting to be more holy, wanting to do the work, what, seeing the benefit in God, seeing the fulfillment, seeing the direction, seeing the guidance. And so now they're showing up and they're saying, <clears throat> well, I want the the glory that comes with that. I see different individuals are glorifying their names. A lot of people are talking about the righteousness and the holiness and being a part of that. I see that you are doing something. I wanna be a part of that, but I don't wanna have to be righteous. I don't wanna have to do the work. I don't wanna have to be good. I don't wanna be good, I just want the benefits. And it's so wrong still. It's so wrong, but it's still progress from what it was. What it was, was we don't want anything to do with that. We don't want to be associated with that. But now after all the work has been done, they want parts of the glory. That's horrible. But at the same time, you can see the progress. And in Jesus' name, what he is doing is he is baiting them. He's luring them here because he can penetrate any heart. And the Bible says God can penetrate any heart. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. So all you have to do is get them in God's presence. And get them surrounded by God's word. Be a good example of goodness and forgiveness and love and grace and mercy. And then he will take their hearts. He will penetrate their hearts. He will start to soften, hardened hearts. And he will guide them into a better direction where they'll be more open to being good, being righteous, and doing the right thing. And that's what I said from the beginning. I said, even though as wrong as you are, only seeking to glory or to benefit from God's name without actually being good. You actually seek to tarnish his name because you want the glory and you want people to see you as good. But you're going to keep being bad and you don't even care what that, the effect that that will have on God's name. Still, I said, but at the end of the day, I trust Jesus. I have faith in him. I have confidence in him. If you are anywhere near his glory, if you are anywhere near his righteousness, his holiness, and his good name, you will begin to be transformed, whether you know it or not. Whether you want to or not, whether you intend to or not, you won't be able to fight it. You won't be able to prevent it. Just because you are here now, I know that he is working. He is working through you because of the fact that even though you're doing this in such a wicked way, you watched me suffer and struggle to get here. And after all the suffering and the struggling, now you want to be a part of only the glory and none of the work. Regardless of that, if you come around this situation at all, I trust in God's power. He's going to start and transform your heart. Pretty soon, you are going to be more like him. You're going to be more Christ like. You're going to be more forgiving. You're going to be more graceful and gracious. You're going to be more merciful. You're going to be transformed whether you know it or not, whether you are aware of it or not, or whether you are fighting it or not. He penetrates any heart. You're going to change eventually. So I'm going to trust the Lord in what he's doing right now, even as wicked as you are intending to be. And so I accepted this situation regardless, and I'm doing everything I can to fight right now. I'm fighting. I'm fighting them on abusing his name because they're trying to tarnish it. They say to themselves, if I can't tear it down completely and ruin everything that you're trying to do in God's good name, if I can't get rid of you as a whole or get rid of him, then I'm just going to benefit from the glory attached to his name. But it took them a while to even get here. So I know that he's going to penetrate their hearts. He's seeking to change someone in this situation, regardless of their intentions. So I counted all glory to God. I counted all joy. I counted all as Joy. But regardless, 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 that's wrong. Regardless, I cannot accept that. I can't just be okay with that. I can't just say, you know, oh, it's okay that you abuse God's good name. It's okay that you abuse his reputation, the reputation he has created for me and working hard. You, It's okay that you abuse, you know, the character he's trying to build in me. It's okay that you abuse all of these different things. It's not okay. I'm not going to accept that as okay. You're not going to get an okay from me. But what I will do is remain confident that the Lord seeks to soften a hard heart in yourself and that he will transform it in a process. and, And through you and through me and through everyone in this situation, he will prove his power. Whether you like it or not, one day you are going to be in a situation Where you have looked back and seen how transformed you are. It happened to me. Years ago. Five years ago. I was out partying every night with guys I just met. I was out drinking every night. I was out smoking every night. And I was fornicating. And I was smoking marijuana. And I was high and I was drunk all the time. And then I started praying. And when I started praying... I had hopes of being better. One day I could be better, but I could never see it. I could never see it. I just couldn't call it. I said to myself, I don't I don't know where to start. I don't know what work that would need to be done. I don't even know how to change that. I don't know how to help that. I don't know how to even be affected. But the more I prayed, the more I read scriptures. The more I just got into the Lord's presence, I just started noticing a difference in myself without even effort being made. I made no effort to stop drinking every night. I made no effort to stop going out every night. I made no effort to stop smoking marijuana. I made no effort to stop being sinful and fornicating. I made almost no effort. It just started to make a difference in my life. I would start to wake up in the morning and i say, you know, I don't want to do that today. I don't want to use guys today. I don't want to be rude today. I don't want to be disrespectful. I don't want to be ungrateful. I don't want to be... I don't want to repel and push everybody away from me anymore. I don't want to be hateful. I don't want to be ignorant. I don't want to be these things anymore, and I just stop wanting it. I just stop having the desire to do it. Whether or not I try, it just was taken away from me and one day the Lord revealed to me he took it all because I had questions I said I know it's you God but God I didn't try it's not that I was fighting you on it but I never made an effort at all I didn't lift a finger I didn't try I didn't I thought about it but I didn't know what to do and I didn't even try to know what to do not really I know you've done this. I know you've done this. And he revealed to me what he had been doing. He had just been taking things from me without asking for anything in return. He just been taking stuff off of me, taking off disrespect, taking off rudeness, taking off hate, taking off abusive abuse of other people's kindness, taking off ungratefulness. He just been taking it off of me, just taking it. And I did nothing in return, nothing. All I did was apply myself a little bit into God's word every day. And maybe that's a little, even a little bit more effort than others are doing. But that's not, you know, that's not always required for the Lord. Every situation is unique. He may be working through you in many different ways. It may just take for you to be around somebody who's putting in that effort. Who wants to see you do better? Who's praying for you? Who's hoping that you... Maybe somebody else can hope for you when you're not hoping. Maybe somebody else can build your rapport when you're not building it. Maybe somebody else can build that relationship for you and get you in a door when you're not even trying to get in that door. Maybe somebody else can do it for you. And you may be thinking, well, yeah, I'd rather them do it all for me because I'm not doing none of the work. And why would I care you're doing all the work? You won't always have that attitude. And so you're being transformed by association. And the thing about it is, if every day you can go out and you can be guilty by association, why can't you also be innocent by association? So many people you hang around, they will put you in environments. They will get you into things that you had nothing to do with. But just because you were around, just because you were a bystander, just because you were associated with them, You have reaped consequences, so why can't you reap benefits by being associated? And the Lord is showing you that all is possible through him. But that doesn't mean that forever you won't be required to do anything. Take heed now, because at one point I wasn't doing nothing. But now that the Lord has me here, and he's showing me everything that he's given me and what it takes to maintain it, I'm willing to do everything. That can and will be you. That can and will be you. So that's something I feel that is uplifting right now, even though I feel such a heaviness, such a heaviness right now. But maybe it is Satan. Satan is so upset that his children are seeing light in the darkness. He wants to keep it dark. He wants to smother out any little tiniest Bit of light shining through or peeking through any crack and I saw it a couple weeks ago I saw light shining through the cracks of darkness and I said is that my chance Lord is that my only chance that I have and the Lord said don't be discouraged don't be discouraged because it's a chance it's light shining through darkness can you see it's cracking through and you see, it's breaking open. The light is cracking through. It's shining in. Maybe that was somebody's heart and heart. Maybe that was somebody's prison cell, spiritually. Maybe that was somebody's, you know, enslavement or chains being cracked open and broke through. And all I could think about was how Jesus broke the chains off of Paul when he was in prison just cracked them right open and popped the popped the jail cell door right open. The angels led him out. All I could think about was that. I also thought about how one time that Jesus croaked, bro- broke the cra- excuse me, broke the chains, cracked open the jail cell and freed them but they stayed because after they were about to leave they realized that the prison warden was going to kill himself because he knew that if the Romans came and saw that everybody had been freed from themselves, from their cells, he would be killed. So they stayed so that his life could be spared. Every single person in that jail cell stayed so that one person, a prison warden's life, could be Spared. He is the one who is guarding their enslavement, guarding them as prisoners, keeping them locked up. But they stayed so that his life can be spared. They stayed in chains. They stayed behind bars, even with the chains broken off and the doors open. They stayed there so that he could be spared. He al- He was going to be killed. He was going to commit suicide or die by the hands of Roman soldiers, but they stayed so that his life could be spared, just one life, and it's all worth it, even for just one life if you stay behind chains that you don't even have to stay in, if you stay behind prison cells that you don't even have to be in, just so you can spare one life, even if that life wasn't concerned for your life, even if they're on the opposite side, they make themselves adversaries or have kept you in prison, have decided to be oppressors. It's all counted to the glory of God. And I feel that I can relate to that right now. Because after, oftentimes people are saying, nobody's holding you here. Nobody's keeping you in chain. You can go now. Nobody's holding you in this prison cell. The door is open. You're free. You don't have to be here. You don't have to do this. Nobody feels bad for you. But the fact of the matter is, if I know that your soul won't be saved, if I know that you won't be freed, if I know that you will have to reap the consequences of me ever even being here, then I'm going to stay. I'm going to do what I can to pray for you, too. You can be saved. And guess what? That prison warden, he thanked them for not leaving. He thanked them. He he invited them home with his wife and his children, and they all were saved. They all gave their lives to Jesus because he witnessed God's power through them and their actions. They could have left. They stayed for him. No prisoner ever is going to do that. This is truth, and this is what I'm experiencing in this season right now, and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that the Lord is using me in such a way. I have work to do, and I will do it, but I'm grateful.